Welcome to Hope Sabbath School, an in-depth, interactive study of the Word of God. We are in the middle of an amazing series entitled Present Truth in Deuteronomy. So many lessons for our lives today. We're going to study today, remember, do not forget. You say, Pastor Derek, remember what? Well, stay tuned because we'll learn some counsel from Moses that would not only bless the children of Israel, but will bless your life today. Welcome to Hope Sabbath School and welcome to the team. And you can tell I'm excited today, right? And the reason I'm excited is because one of our team members is going to be leading the discussion today. And I just want to say, Sabine, I'm looking forward to the study. It's going to be a great study together. We're also happy to have some remote team members joining us. Travis, welcome from Michigan. Good to see you again. Glad you're here. Puya all the way from Hawaii. Pastor Puya, good to see you. Glad you're here. And Jonathan, Maryland, good to see you from Maryland, Jonathan. And, you know, we're excited to have our remote team members because they expand the platform for us uh, while we can only have a limited number here in the studio. But we're always happy to hear from you, our Hope Sabbath School members. My first note is from a Facebook page. Do you know we have 180 thousand followers on our Facebook page and I was interested that it's about even 51% women 49% men and the greatest percentage 55% are aged 25 to 44 so we've got a lot of young adults joining us on Facebook and Margie we want to thank you for your comment on our Facebook page Margie writes and says I discovered this show Hope Sabbath School late last year Since then, I watch daily on your website. God has changed my life. I was just baptized. I love you guys, the way you unpack the scriptures and make application to our lives. I'm originally from the Philippines, but California is now my home. Blessings to all. Keep on blessing the world. Thank you. Well, Margie, you brought joy to our hearts today. We're so thankful that you made a commitment to follow Jesus as your Savior and Lord, and you confess that in baptism. God bless you as you continue to study with us and to all of our Facebook community. That's a lot of people, isn't it? 180,000. Carmen writes to us from Canada and says, I really do enjoy Hope Sabbath School, and I've been blessed. I belong to a small Adventist company located among Canada's First Nation people. Please pray for us as we spread the gospel of Christ. We will continue to pray for you, your team, and Hope Sabbath School. Amen. Amen. Carmen, thanks for writing to us. Your mission assignment there among Canada's First Nation peoples. God bless you in your work. Well, here's a note from a donor couple in Arizona. And you know, we don't read their names. We don't want to promote people, but we do want to say thank you because we're a donor-supported ministry, especially at this time of year. If you're thinking about, can I be part of this miracle called Hope Sabbath School? Absolutely. In fact, write to me, sshope at hopetv.org. I'll tell you how you can be used by God to impact the world. Or you can go to our website, hopetv.org slash hopess. Just click on the donate button. Say, I want to be part of the miracle. Well, here's a note from Arizona. We want to tell you that Hope Sabbath School is a real blessing to our lives. 
We watch your program as part of our personal worship and Bible study. Amen. We utilize your notes when it's our turn to teach. Oh, yeah. We really appreciate the direct approach from scriptures mm -hmm. that we can trust your teaching because it relies on God's Word. Amen? Amen. We're sending you a gift as we've gotten a little bit of money. We felt like we should share this so you can continue your ministry. Thanks to the entire team, both those in front and behind the cameras mm -hmm. for all that you do, and a gift of $1,440. Amen. 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 Well, I want to just say thank you. You say, well, you were blessed, but you chose to share that blessing so the gospel can go to the world. So thank you Amen. so much. And thanks for encouraging our media team as well. They're an important part of our team. Yeah. Sally, I don't know the last time we got an email from Borneo Island, oh. Sarawak, East Malaysia. Yeah. Well, Sally writes and says, I came across this channel and I found Hope Sabbath School on YouTube. I've watched other studies but I like Hope Sabbath School the best. Amen. This is because of the management. You read some of the testimonies and the discussions are awesome. It's a blessing. Thank you from Borneo Island. Amen. 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 Over 200 countries we know using our Hope Channel app. So thank you for being part of our family. Here's one last note from Illinois in the United States. Ricky writes, you say, Tell us about Ricky. Well, he said, I'm a 68-year-old physician. I live near Hinsdale, Illinois. I often watch your program in preparation for Sabbath school. It brings joy to my heart and tears to my eyes. It's heartwarming in sincerity. Now notice this last sentence. Thank you for the reassurance that salvation is a gift of God. Amen. 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 Ricky, thanks for writing to us from Illinois. You know, it's really amazing, isn't it, to see the diversity of our global Hope Sabbath School family. Right now, we need all of you to sing with us our theme song from Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Let's sing it together. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. He will not, will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who I am looking forward to the study today, Sabina. Something we ought to remember and not forget. 
Why don't you lead us in prayer as we begin? My delight. So I'm so excited to be here, but let's pray before we start this study, okay? Our Heavenly Father, it's such a wonderful day you brought us together here in this studio. And we really want to turn to you, Lord. We turn our hearts, our mind, everything in us, and we ask that your Holy Spirit will be in our midst. Father God, there is nothing in us, Lord, that can bring salvation. But I know your words and the experiences we share here that are inspired by your words may change lives. So I pray, Lord, that you are going to be speaking to us. You speak to those who will be watching us in a very special way, Lord. You help us grow more into knowing who you are, who you want us to be. And may this be, Lord, a blessing to those who will watch. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 Okay, so today, as we start off this lesson, as we record it here in the studio, it happens to be my birthday. I know probably when our, uh, the people who will be watching us, it's not going to be any, any longer the day. This is not a live show. But I'm very excited because it happens also that it's usually on my birthday a time of reflection. It's a time when I usually take to spend, you know, in prayer with God, reflecting about my past experiences, and especially the ways that He has led me thus far. Mm. It's during my birthday when I kind of have that time to say, well, is there anything that I can do better? Is there anything that I have not yet, you know, adjusted in my life according to God's will? And more, most importantly, it's a time to be thankful because I can recall all the great things God has done for me. And for me, even as I stand here as part of Hope Sour School, it's part of this great works of God in my life. It would, if it was not because of Jesus coming into my life, I wouldn't be here witnessing, right? That's right. So I'm thankful that it happens to be my birthday. <laughs> and more than that, interestingly enough, the, ti the title of this lesson, as Pastor Derek was saying, is Remember. And uh, it's not without a reason. When you look to scriptures out of the 66 bi uh, books of the Bible, Deuteronomy is one of the books where you see the word remember appear the most. I was checking here, the word tzakar in Hebrew, which is the word that we translate to remember, appears in the book of Deuteronomy 15 times. And this is just um, less than Psalms, Ezekiel, Isaiah, and Jeremiah. But proportionally, it's very close to Psalms, which is the first one. So we can almost say that it's one of the books in which the word sakar, or remember, proportionally appears the most. Mm -hmm. So there might be a reason why God has inspired those who written the Word of God to really remember something using this book, right? So to start off, finding out why are those remembers so important, I'm going to ask Stephanie if Stephanie could take us to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 18. And we are going to start looking at the first type of remember that God has for us, Stephanie. The New King James Version says, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you power to get wealth, that you may establish His covenant, which He swore to your fathers, as it is this day. Hmm. Okay, so what is the type of remember already that we see here? Do you see something? Yes, Jason. Well, we need to remember God, so we need to remember who's the one who's in charge, who's the one guiding us, who's the one that is, uh, we have that relationship with. Mm -hmm. So that's a remember 
God, right? That's the mm -hmm. first remember that we see. We also have some other texts in the Bible where there is a similar appeal. Maybe Pedro, would you take us to Jeremiah chapter 5150? And there we are going to find out um, a little bit more about this type of remember that God asks us to, to, to have. I'll be reading from the New King James Version, Jeremiah 51:50, And it says, You who are escaped uh, the sword, get away. Do not stand still. Remember the Lord far off, and let Jerusalem come to mind. And is there anything else here that you see that compared to remembering God that stands out to you about this experience that they had? Maybe... Why is it that they are here in a distant land? It says that they are away from their special place in mm -hmm. Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Why would it be important to remember? Mm -hmm. Yes, Jason. Well, because they're not in the place where God originally had them be. Because if you look at the context of Deuteronomy, they're about to go into this land, and that's where the chosen land, God's chosen people. And yet this verse is telling them to remember back to that place because when Jeremiah is writing this or the context he's writing it in, they're not in that location. Yes, thank you so much. And now maybe King, would you take us to Ecclesiastes 12.1? That's another text in scripture also that we can find a, a similar type of remember. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. Okay. Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come, and the years draw near, of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them. Mm. Thank you so much, King. And so why do you think it's so important to remember God, both in the good and in the bad days? Well, in our lives, we're going to have both good and bad days. And if we want that relationship, that connection with God to be strong, we need to have that time of remembrance back to the good days to get us through the bad days that we will have that are just a part of life. Mm, okay, interesting, yeah. I think a lot of times, uh, Sabina, we, we try to figure out the solutions to our problem mm. rather than the one who is the solution to all of our problems. Yes. And so it's interesting, it doesn't say remember the things that the Lord can do with, no, just remember the Lord your God. Yes. And yeah. so there's that focus on God, who He is, as a God who loves us, emptied heaven for us, and uh, just remember Him, connect with Him. Yeah, absolutely. I was considering also, Pastor Derek, because we are going to see other types of remembers that come up here in this book. And here is the thing. There is a special type of rem remembering of the Lord that is not for anything He has done for us, right? We just need to turn to Him as we've been discussing in the lessons before, not, not necessarily for the things He has done or not, but simply because He is our Creator, right? right. Yes, Pedro. Well, we see here, you know, going back to our, our, the first text in, in chapter 8 of Deuteronomy, you know, he's telling that remember the God because He's the one who gives you power. Now, the power aspect here, we can see he's talking about He is the one who provides to us. You know, He fed them on, uh, on the wilderness. He, he, he brought them water. He brought them the support that they need. During difficult times and during good times, we need to know where we can draw our strength from, and that's from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yes. Puya. Um, back from where we read in uh, Ecclesiastes 12 there, uh, God says, remember your creator in the days of your youth. I believe this is very 
practical for young people because when we're young, we think that uh, we're strong and we're healthy and we think that that's how life is always going to be. <laughs> but the truth is that mm-hmm. we get old and then we're not as strong as we used to be. And I think it's very important to remember that one day we would be weak. One day we would not be able to do the things that we're able to do when we are young. Mm-hmm. So serve God and remember God when you have the strength and all the might. Exactly. It's also true. Uh, Puy is correct, of course, but you may not live to be old. Mm-hmm. So remembering Him true. now, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. connect with Him now, mm-hmm. because uh, today is actually the only gift we, we know we have for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. And, and one interesting thing also, Jonathan, first you speak, then I can share. Oh, okay. okay. Um, uh, I was just um, thinking about all the different verses, but the one that struck me first was uh, Deuteronomy 8, 18, where, where it talked about wealth, gaining wealth. I know if anybody is um, has thought about getting a house in the last few uh, weeks or months, it is uh, pretty crazy right now. And my wife and I are kind of in a position where we we're, we're okay where we are but we really need to be at some point and just reading that that it is God who promises to take care of us and we can look in the past and see how he has in all in our lives in all these different ways and uh, so just like we said in, in every area of our life we can look back and say wow well, you've taken care of me okay I can trust the craziness of the housing situation and whatever else in my life mm-hmm. to, to him Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. So, and not only as you were sharing in bad times or when you're in challenges when we need something, but also simply for who He is in the that's good right. days because He that's has right. something to offer to us. And that's not just simply material things, but it's a relationship. That's and right. that relationship yeah. is much more okay. important sorry, sorry, sorry. than whatever is it that He can give to us, right? Yeah. So, let's continue looking here into scriptures, another type of remember. Now that we have established already that it's simply important to acknowledge God. That's not a remember of, oh, you had forgotten that God exists. It's to acknowledge Him in your ways. What other types of remembers that Moses has written here for us to, to remember? So maybe, Daniel, if you could take us to Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 18. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Deuteronomy 24:18 says, But you shall remember that you were a slave in Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you from there. Therefore, I command you to do this thing. Awesome. So what other type of remember we see here? Yes, Pedro. Well, we see that there, God's trying to help them to remember where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the one who delivered you from slavery. You, know, you had a life before you encounter me, and I want you to know that I'm here to help you. I'm here to rescue, and I'm here to deliver you from your condition that you put yourself in. Okay. Puya, I saw your hand. Yes, I believe uh, this text, uh, in the context of where this is written, if we read the previous verse, God is talking to them about how they are to relate to others, like strangers, the fatherless, the widows, the most vulnerable groups of people in the society. And he he told them, remember where you were from. Remember where I delivered you from. So as you relate to others, remember that I saved you. So be kind to others too. Mm, Yes, Jason. And in addition to the uh, 
who saved them, it's also how he saved them. So it's important they remember the whole process because it's not like God just spoke and they left Egypt. There was a whole process that went on there with the plagues, with the Red Sea. And so this is a pattern. It's important because sometimes later in life when they're in a good spot or maybe they're going through struggles, it's important to remember they've been in struggles before and God has rescued them in a mighty way even when it seemed hopeless. Mm, Yes, amazing. That's really true. You know, if we continue looking now at Deuteronomy 5.15, we are going to see that this is a pattern. Stephanie, would you please read for us Deuteronomy 5.15? Sure, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. And remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Hmm. Mm. Okay, so what else in this particular text can we learn? Do you see something special here too? Yes, Pedro. Yeah, we see here that uh, this chapter is, is, is the revision of the Ten Commandments. And mm-hmm. it's uh, very interesting to see that this thing, the fourth commandment being mentioned here is, uh, is def- addressed differently from the Ten Commandments on the book of Exodus. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no change in some ways of the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. just that there was an emphasis here uh, different from the emphasis of the, of the other mentioning. The first, mm-hmm. mention, the, the first time it was, it was written in Exodus is mentioning God as a creator and the importance mm-hmm. for us to worship Him on the seventh day as a creator. And here is showing us the same aspect of worship God, but not only as our creator, but also as our redeemer, the one who saved us from our sins, saved us from the slavery of sin on their mm-hmm. case, here reminding them mm-hmm. that I was the one who brought you out. Amen. Yeah, we are going to look more into that particular topic, but yeah, it's true. That's the important, you know, shift on the perspective of why they should keep the Sabbath and what could be, you know, the remember that they would bring to their hearts now. Um, also, then let's look at Deuteronomy sixteen twelve, and maybe uh, King, if you could take us there, and we are going to start thinking why is it that it's important to us to have a similar attitude in remembering also. Yes. Sure. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. You shall remember that you were a slave in Egypt, and you shall be careful to observe these statutes. Mm. Okay, so what do you see in this particular scripture here that can that we could maybe relate to our own experience? Do you can you relate with someone who has been a slave? <laughs> yes, Poya. Mm. Well, I have not been a slave to answer your last question there, but I believe personally how I believe this texts are applicable for my life is that um, it reminds me to remember my humble beginnings, mm. uh, where God um, called me from and how he had led me. So it, in a way, prevents me from um, pride Mm-hmm. Uh, to remember that, oh, I, I, I came from a humble beginning, so uh, I need to continually depend on God, even if he leads me to places that I never expected to be. And I think the word remember itself kind of points out that we tend to forget as human beings. So I think that's a very uh, important word for us even today. Mm-hmm. Yes, Daniel. Well, I, I'm sure that though none of us have been slaves, literal slaves, but we've all been slaves to sin. Mm-hmm. And this is just a reminder mm-hmm. for us that God has delivered us from whatever sins that we've, we've been dealing with in the past. 
It that brings true. us hope for the future. Yes, thank you, Daniel. Yes, Jason. Yes, and building off this idea from uh, Daniel, I've never been a physical slave in the sense that the uh, Hebrew people were. However, we've been slaves not just to sin, but sometimes even to the opinions of other people or even slaves to our jobs or slaves to many, possibly even slaves to good things mm -hmm. at times. And so we all probably have a story of how we've been rescued, we've been redeemed from something that we were a slave or we were in bondage to. Yes, absolutely. And maybe to discuss further on that topic, why don't we read together Ephesians chapter 2. We're going to read from verses 1 to verse 13. Uh, so Ephesians 2 verse 1 to 13. And maybe, um, King, if you could take us there. Sure. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. Hmm. Oh, okay. Um, verse 11, Therefore, remember that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh, called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision, which is made in the flesh by hands, remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Amen. Thank you so much, King. So we see here, it's true that we have not been slaves in Egypt. Maybe some of the, those who are watching us today may have experienced living in slavery. It is true. That's a real problem even nowadays, it's unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And we should pray for those who are in that position. But I think none of us has been part of this particular group that we are reading here in the Bible, correct? But it is true that it's, it's still very important that we remember the ways in which even today God has delivered us from something. And why would you say that? Why is it so important that we would bring that to our minds? I'm thinking of the Apostle Paul, uh, Sabina. Three times in the book of Acts, he gives his testimony. Mm. And you could say, we already heard it in chapter 9, but he tells it again and again. Mm -hmm. I think it's important for two reasons. One, I think it reaffirms in our own hearts how good God has been to us. Mm -hmm. 
like Daniel said, I mean, he's delivered us from bondage. But it's also very powerful for people around us yes. uh, because we call that a testimony, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's our testimony of what God has done in our lives. And I think that's why Paul is constantly sharing. He says, I'm the worst of sinners. You know, Christ died, I'm the chief one. Mm -hmm. and, and people are moved by that kind of testimony. So mm -hmm. I think, you know, the human response would be, I don't want to talk about my mistakes. Well, we shouldn't glorify them, yeah. but we should be willing to say, you know, this is where I was when Jesus found me. Mm. Exactly. And this is what he did for me. And here's where I am now. That's my yeah. testimony. Mm -hmm. Yes. And also, Pastor Derek, what, what I'm thinking is that not only this will show to other people, but also it will change the way that we uh, deal with others. Sure. Right? Mm -hmm. Just as God was using this particular verse here to, to help them understand why they should treat, you know, others like different, in a different, uh, unlike they were treated. So in the same manner, when we consider God's grace in our lives, mm. we're also going to extend grace to others, right? True. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I'm curious to hear some of the stories here in our group. Jonathan, do you have a story? Okay. Well, I'm thinking of a story yet, although I probably could. I, I was just thinking how in verse seven, it was you get this picture that in the future, when we're in heaven, um, we'll be for eternal ages, um, uh, let's see, rejoicing, and that that'll be the, the the glory of Christ is seeing what He did in our lives, and it just that that throughout heaven, eternal ages, that that will be not what we've done, but what He's done in our lives. It's Amen. Kind of the picture Amen. that made me. Amen. Yes, Jason. So I used to be a slave to the opinions of others. Mm -hmm. um, and I still, it, it matters, you know, what other people think, maybe in relationship to being a good witness to Christ. But I remember many times I would be too afraid to do something, whether it was right or wrong, simply because of what another person thought. Mm -hmm. if, if, if a friend thought that this would be uncool, I wouldn't want to do it. Or if they thought, I saw a friend wearing their hat backwards. I would want to wear hat, my hat backwards. And it's not so much whether it's right or wrong, the behavior, but it's I was doing this because I cared so much about what this other person thought, or I wanted to wear my shirt this way because this is how another person did. And so there was a time, yeah, when I, I wasn't a physical slave, but I was a slave to the opinion of others. And I basically had to go through experiences where I realized it doesn't matter what other people think. What matters is what God thinks. Amen. 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 Yes. That's a breakthrough. So, anyone else with a beautiful experience of deliverance, ways that God has delivered you so far? I'm sure you have been delivered of something. Mm. Well, I can Travis say, for instance, yeah. Oh, Travis, and go ahead, share. Well, uh, God has delivered me in in many ways. Um, you know, I think there's a verse in the Bible that says, God, I can't count the ways, right? And, and uh, well, that's kind of where I am in my walk. But I know, you know, that I'm not the man that I want to be. You know, I desire to be a godly man. And uh, but, but as I look back uh, at my past, I do recognize that there are things that I don't do now um, that I used to do before. And that can only be explained um, by the fact that God is a, is a loving, uh, miracle-working God. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he's promised to finish the work in, in all of us. 
but I hang on that promise all the time. And I'm just thankful that while I may not be where I want to be, that I see things falling off the closer and closer that I get um, to Jesus and the more and more I walk with him. And for me, um, that's just been an amazing journey. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing, Travis. I was sharing also that I, when I look to my life, it's like Travis was sharing. There are many things I can kind of recall, you know, events of things that God was changing my course. But certainly I think that the main one is when I came to Jesus, he changed my course and delivered me from meaninglessness Mm -hmm. and gave me mission. Mm -hmm. So a person who was walking, not exactly knowing what they were about in life, who were seeking for meaning, who were seeking for um, direction, God gave me a mission and this mission is still valid. It's been now 20 years since I came to Jesus Amen. and this mission only grows and grows. So he not only delivers us from sin, but he can deliver us from, as Jason was saying, from kind of self-consciousness, excessive consideration of things we shouldn't be considering or sin of any sorts. Or in my case, as I was saying, of a sense of meaninglessness and giving me a mission. So I'm sure that whoever is watching us today may have so many stories of ways that God has delivered you thus far. Even if you have not been a slave in Egypt, you can bring that to your memory, right? Mm -hmm. And um, let's look a little further than in scriptures because not only we are going to acknowledge that we are supposed to remember the ways that God has delivered us, but also this is part of remembering our past history of the Lord, right? So maybe Pedro, if you would take us to Deuteronomy 32, 7, um, so we'll be reading from Deuteronomy 32, 7 and learn a, a little more about this remember that God has for us. For sure. Mm-hmm. I'll be reading from the New King James Version, uh, Deuteronomy 32, 7. And it says, Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask your father and he will show you, your elders, and they will tell you. Hmm. Okay, so what is it that Moses is calling here the people to to do? Remember the past. Yes, Stephanie. Remember the past. Remember the past. Yes, Pedro. Reading this is just uh, remind me of reading my Bible because looking to consider many generations, ask what your parents have gone through in the past. But I think we have a, a collection of history here of how God's people have been affected by choosing God and also not choosing him and mm-hmm. take consideration and take the right act. Yes, I see Travis hand up. I'm thinking too, as, as we're reading this, that um, God is, is telling us to, you know, this isn't just biblical history that we could look into. I mean, we have religious leaders. I have religious mentors and uh, people who are older than me um, who've had past experiences and um, it's great to seek counsel, you know, when it's the past or we can look at the Reformation over the years or things like that and see where God has led people in the past and see where people have failed in the past because in that we can gain knowledge for the future. Mm, amen. Yes. So maybe also if we look now on Romans 15.4, can someone have us read Romans 15.4? And Jason, would you read that for us, please? Sure. I have the New King James Version here. Romans chapter 15, verse 4 says, For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, 
through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Mm. Mm. Wow. So yes. I think it's really important, Sabina, we're not just asking parents and grandparents tell us some stories. We're asking how they've seen God leading in their lives. Yes. Because it's our past history with the Lord mm-hmm. that we want to remember. And, and sometimes we may be surprised when, when Grandma shares the life-changing experience that she had yes. and how it affected mm-hmm. the course of her life and then her children and now you. Mm-hmm. So I think these are the stories because, you know, we could preoccupy ourselves just with information about the family tree. Yeah. But but it's grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, tell me how you've seen God, the Lord, leading mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. your life, in, in our yeah. family. Yeah, and you know, Pastor Derek, you just made me remember of Deuteronomy 6, uh, verses 6 and 7. And that's right after the Shema, which you, which you have studied previously here in one of our classes. And it's interesting that God, knowing the way that we are tailored, you know, the way that we are made, He encourages the people of Israel to actually do that, to teach each other in walking and doing. And that's Deuteronomy 6, um, 6 and 7. Stephanie, would you read that for us, please? Sure. And the New King James Version says, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. Mm, Wow. And even further, the verse 8 says that, you know, you shall bind them as a sign in your hand and they shall be as a frontless between your eyes. So I think it's very gracious of God that he gave us the word. And as we, we saw in Romans, as Jason read for us here, you know, scriptures, they were given with a purpose. Mm. And God, knowing how we were made, he wanted us to have the opportunity to, through repetition, to remembering, to have it fixed on our long-term memory, mm. right? He was not trying to make it hard for us to remember those things. In writing, in teaching how we should teach, he wants us to have a better ability of remembering even because we have we are short you know short sighted short memory if you look at the ways that people learn even the ways that they learn to memorize things usually it takes repetition that's the third step if i don't know if someone knows some things here about cognition and how you learn the thing is that you need attention and then you have this retention and the final process is that you need to recover the information and God knowing that because he created us, he not only asks his people to keep doing so, to help each other, but also he reminds us here in the New Testament that we should ourselves be looking at scripture for learning. Yes, Pedro. Yes, I found that very important because many times when we look into content or information about people, there's always the, the aspect of influence. What is this person trying to bring to your life? You now you read a book, what is the purpose of this book? And we see that the Bible and the 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 Christian realm where people are trying to find you to, or helping you to reach to Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a, a, a conversation with someone yesterday that was asking about what, why the book of Judges was written. You now, why are those stories are written? Mm-hmm. It's for us to remember mm-hmm. what the condition of man when God is not present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so well. Why, why we have some of those horrible stories? Well, mm-hmm. they're not to give you nightmares. It's for us to remember what happens exactly. when we separate from God and we do mm-hmm. as we please. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jonathan. 
Yeah, I think this is a powerful reminder for the need for family worship. Um, I've been a part of uh, my current uh, in-laws um, are great with family worship. They are um, always having all these kids involved and we have a worship every Friday night with the whole family over Zoom. And it, we can see that there's a real challenge with the, the younger generations that don't know their Bibles and how do we help them? So I think this is addressing that same problem that has always been a challenge of how we help the next generation learn who God is, is is finding time to remind them what he's done in our lives, what he's done in scripture, and putting that before them so they don't forget. Mm. So it sounds like it's not just about our own process of memorizing and remembering things, but also it's for other people, right? Yes, Pedro. Um, I, I agree with Jonathan even more. That's why we have Sabbath school. You know, Hope Sabbath school is your to help us to uh, go through the Bible and remind ourselves what God has said in His Word. You know, every every day uh, I do worship with my daughter at home, and it's so good to be reminded mm. by through her stories, simple stories, the life of David and Daniel, and see that she's absorbing that, and I'm able to be reminded of God's love through that teaching. Amen. Mm. Yes, that's truly amazing, right? Isn't that? And to have a father. I thank God, Pedro, because I'm sure your daughter is going to remember a lot of the things that you and your wife are teaching to her. And that's to the glory of God and for her good, right? And I see that God also, He is trying to make a similar process to help us to remember His goodness. Mm -hmm. You know, when I think about the feasts that were established in the Old Testament, even the feasts, each one of them, they had a purpose of helping people to remember God's plan of salvation, to remember God's goodness, their deliverance, to look forward for the future. So even if someone didn't have access to the Word of God at that time, if it was not as accessible as it is for us, they could remember even through their rituals about God's goodness, mm. right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Jason, were you saying something? I said you were agreeing with that. I was just saying yes, and that's, that's awesome having the rituals, having the sacrifices, because they're an object lesson. So we have the Word of God, we can read it, but for those who couldn't, they could they could see it in action. Amen, yes. So it's a, a good um, thing to help also, right? Like it's some material, visual, something. Their senses were involved also in that experience, so that probably they would more easily remember the things that God had been doing in their lives mm -hmm. as a people and personally also. So let's look further here. Maybe we should turn to um, Deuteronomy 8, if we could go there. King, would you take us there, please? Um, sure. Deuteronomy chapter 8. And if you would uh, read verses 2 and 4. Sure, I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. Deuteronomy 8, verse 2. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness that he might humble you, testing you to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. Verse four, your clothing did not wear out on you and your foot did not swell these 40 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. So these people, they really had wonderful things to remember about what God had done in their lives, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't it amazing? Imagine spending 40 years wandering in the desert and the word of God says that their garments did not wear out and not did their foot swell during this 40 years. Mm -hmm. So just like with them, I imagine that some of us here among not only the people who are watching us, but our real, real, little group here, 
that maybe you have, you know, some experiencing um, with God in which he has been blessing you and that his presence and power has been revealed. Would you like to share some of those experiences maybe with, with us? Yes, Travis. Well, I'm going to share an experience, actually, uh, a testimony of, of, that I've experienced with somebody else. And um, her name was Sherry. Actually, she wrote in a couple of years ago to, through Hope Sabbath School. And um, I've been conversing with her for two years. And now she's part of a Bible study that I do every Friday night. But she seemed, um, you know, just down. And, and we would share Bible experiences. This is what this is all about. We would go back and reflect on Bible promises, Bible experiences. And this has been happening week after week through the years. And I, I have never seen such a transformation. Just this last week, she's in our Bible study, and she's happy. It's like God has transformed her. And I'm thinking as we're going through this study, well, it was the Word of God. It was the where she saw God leading other people in the past through the Scriptures um, that has transformed and changed her life. And uh, she's just a miracle, and it's, it's a blessing to have her in our study. Mm, awesome. Any other stories? Yes, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah one, that one that I always, always like to go back, back to uh, was, was when I was, I was a student missionary in the Philippines. Um, it, was, it was living, living out, in out in a grass hut. hut. I'm, I'm not here, um, um, just, just way away, away from everything. I had to hike to it a long way. But, but the, 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 we, were we were there. there. We, were, we were so close. close. It was a small, small group of us missionaries. We were very close to the need and to depending upon God. And I remember so many times up there where, where we were, I, was I was seeking God, God and, and God really showed himself up and kind of called me to what, where, where I am today and kind of gave me a picture of where it should be. And so that, and so was, that was a, a very, very memorable, memorable place to go back to. Awesome. That sounds so impressive. Puya, you had your hand up also? Yes, I uh, struggled for a while in my teenage years with doubts about God's existence and God's love for me. And I remember... Uh, very dark times in my faith where I struggled to hold on to God. And I remember in my darkest hours filled with questions that I cannot answer and uh, filled with doubts and discouragement in my faith. I remember experiencing the presence of God in a, in a way that I've never experienced before where I felt that Jesus was very close to me even in my darkest hour. So that is what I go back to whenever I experience difficult times today. I remember God was with me there, and so He's going to be with me now too. Amen. Amen. That sounds amazing. Thank you, Puya, for sharing that story. I also have a story that I often bring back to memory that happened to me when I was a teenager. Teenager, I was about 18. I remember being in a class uh, in a classroom and a professor was speaking against Jesus and I decided just to leave the class. I took my things with me and I left. And uh, I remember having a long conversation with God on my path back home and really upset, disappointed because mm -hmm. that person appeared to be prospering in their ways. You know, as a professor, he was well known, people liked him and everything. And, um, but I felt so disenfranchised uh, mm -hmm. during that time and also very upset because he was speaking against Jesus. So when I arrived home, my sister, she told me that she knew I was coming back home. She was praying 
God in Christ had heard the Holy Spirit. And she asked me to read two passages in the Bible, one in the book of Psalm 73 and another one in the book of Songs of Solomon that I forgot already, unfortunately. I didn't take note at the time. And interestingly enough, if we don't have time here, but if you would read Psalm 73, it was exactly every one of my thoughts in order how I had thought of them one by one. Even in my conversation with God back home, he was just revealing to me everything just how I had just thought. And I find it amazing that he knows us so fully. Mm -hmm. And what's more interesting, Pastor Derek, is that when I came to the seminary, I learned that uh, Psalm 73 happens to be a psalm that points to the final conclusion of what's going to happen to those who are not following God. Mm -hmm. In simple words, you know, God is giving there the response to evil. It says that one day there will be a judgment. Mm -hmm. At the time that I read the psalm, I was just impressed how God could know my every thought. But nowadays, I even know that he was actually responding to me, to Amen. my concern. Amen. So that's some memorable experience that I have with him that I will never forget. And I often bring it to memory. If I'm going shaky on my faith or a little unhappy or saddened, I know he knows my every thought. Yes, Pastor You Derek. know, I've been blessed, uh, Sabina, as I'm sure many have, to see many miracles in my life. Uh, miracles of transformation, people, just their lives turned around. Whenever that happens, I sit down and, and I write it down. Mm -hmm. I put the day, the date. I remember a young lady who used to cut herself and burn herself. She had so much pain. I remember the day, May 13, I can give you the year when Jesus healed her. Amen. And I write that down. It's like building a little altar of worship to mm -hmm. God. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of our early Adventist pioneers wrote a book, uh, Waymarks and High Heaps. Mm. What he meant is build some places that remind you, just like the children of Israel stacked those stones up as a reminder, thus far God has led us. Mm -hmm. I think it's really powerful and, and really the theme of the lesson is don't forget those times mm. and don't let your mama or your grandpa forget those times either. Mm. Let them tell you those stories mm. and you have nothing to fear for the future. If you'll remember the way God has led you in your past. Exactly. And of course, that's why the enemy wants us just forget those things. No, mm -hmm. remember. Mm -hmm. Remember the Lord. Remember, you know, what he's done in your life. Remember his activity in your past history. Mm -hmm. So valuable. And then yes. you have a testimony to share. Amen, Pastor Derek. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good idea. Just keep record of that. You know, one day maybe you can share that with other people. So we also have another type of remember. We are going to look uh, there very quickly. It's, so we saw already in Deuteronomy that there is that type of remember of simply acknowledging God, remembering that He exists and giving Him honor. We also recognize that there is a type of call to remember where He delivered you from and how He, had, he delivered you, whatever is the case you're seeing or a bad situation in your life. And we also have considered that he asks us simply to remember his, his works in general in your life. Mm -hmm. And now we also have a different type of remember. And that's, we are going to check there. And Pedro, I think, had already started off on that topic. So Pedro, maybe if you could take us there back. And that's um, in Deuteronomy 4, uh, 40. Um, no, before, before that, I'm sorry. Let's l look at Deuteronomy 5, 12. Okay. 
I'll be reading from the New King James Version, Deuteronomy 5.12. And it says, Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy, as the Lord your God commandment. Mm. Okay, so what type of remember is different here? That it's different than what we see before in the Sabbath commandment? Because here it's, it appears as observe and not remember, right? Yes, when we look into the, the text, you know, I read verse 15, which was in the same context of the same commandment, you know, the fourth commandment, and he has us to remember of, of the aspect of, of the slavery they have gone through. But when we see observe, we also remind it that on the fourth commandment on, in Exodus, we see, we see the word remember, and mm -hmm. observing and remember has a correlation in each other. And God wants us to remind ourselves that He is our Creator. He's the one who who made us uh, in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think observe is an active remembrance. Mm. You know, yes. Yes. I remember. I'm not going to do anything about it, but I remember. No, no. This this is saying actively remember, mm -hmm. and the Sabbath is a gift of a time to actively remember God, how He delivered you, His leading in your past history. Well, when you think about that, you can look forward to every Sabbath mm -hmm. because He's not only our Creator, but He is the one who's delivered us. Yes. And actively remember that, I think, brings joy and courage and hope mm -hmm. to your life. Yeah, so it doesn't mean that He was no longer willing then to remember, right? Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's not that it was missing. It's not that in the second time that Moses was reinforcing the law that this was no longer important, but actually that it was very important, maybe... It was now part of their life already, but they needed to keep doing it instead of ever stopping. Um, so as we come to the closure of the lesson, I would like you to share with me, what do we need to do? What do we do that eventually can cause us to forget everything that God has done for us? Hmm. Yes, Travis. Well, I was thinking on the point that, that we just made about the Sabbath, and there was a general friend of mine that I had made friends with in Australia, and he had shared with me the, how he would fall occasionally, and it seemed to be a period of every seven days. He said, I'll be good, and then I would stumble into sin. And then it made me think of the Sabbath, and as we we're just discussing this, I'm thinking, well, God has given us the Sabbath as, as a time to reflect on how he has led and how he has delivered in the past. If we take that day to spend with him as a day of reflection, um, by the end of the sixth day, maybe, as Derek had mentioned, you know, we if we didn't do that, we would uh, fail to forget or remember uh, the way God has led. So taking that time to reflect, I think it is important because when we take the time to reflect on how he's led in the past, as Derek mentioned earlier, we don't have to fear the future. Yeah, so not only, so we're saying that if we don't bring those things to memory, we may forget. But yes, Jason, I see you have something else to share. Sure. So we can forget, uh, and Deuteronomy actually talks about this. We don't have time to read it, but in uh, Deuteronomy 8, 10 through 17, there's a whole description that Moses warns the people. It talks about when they're full, they've forgotten God, they have all this prosperity. And so it's not that God doesn't want us to have these things, but we need to make sure that these things don't separate us from remembering where we were. And so if we have too much satisfaction in those things, that it, it sort of takes us away from where we were and helps us, and makes us somehow forget who gave us these things in the first place, which is God. Amen. Yes, Pedro. Oh, uh, I love what Derek had mentioned is observe. 
You know, it's it's an act of remember. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many things we can do. Spending time with God, spending time listening, spending time with the time that He has separated for us. Those are things mm -hmm. that we can do actively to remember. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really just want to encourage each one of those who are watching us to bring to your memory the things that give you hope. You know, I'm reminded of this verse in the book of Lamentations that says that we need to bring to our mind the things that will give us hope. And I'm sure you have experienced already something with God. Even if you have been away from His path, bring to memory, when was that day where He found you in your moment of sadness, when He delivered you? Where did He bring him, you from? I know where He brought me from, and I'm so excited that I'm here standing before you and before God, not because I'm perfect or because I have you know, anything special to offer of my own, but because He has delivered me. He has done things to me, and because I keep bringing them to my memory, I keep looking to them and to God, I know that there is a future that awaits for me, even in the moments of difficulties. Amen. So thank you so much, and please stay with us. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Sabina. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, our hearts are strangely warm. We just want to praise you. You've been so good to us, and we don't want to forget. We want to remember you as our God, how you've delivered us and how you've led in our past history. And God, we just want to praise you forever. So accept our worship today, and may we always keep you first and foremost in our lives. In your holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thanks for joining us for Hope Sabbath School. Go out and share the good news with those around you.